Good afternoon and welcome to episode 9 of EV Brief, your weekly EV podcast. It's Tuesday, June the 11th, and uh, we have a pretty packed show this week. I'll be looking at uh, EV sales figures from May with all eyes on the Tesla Model 3 performance in the US, and uh, Tesla is holding its annual shareholders meeting tomorrow, June 11 US time. Uh, BMW and Jaguar Land Rover, JLR, have announced they will be working together to develop electric motors, which is big news for the future of the EV market. And uh, in another marriage of legacy automakers, Toyota, the purveyors of the self-charging hybrid, as they like to call it, uh, have announced that they will uh, finally be jumping on the EV bandwagon, signing a development deal with Subaru. All this and more coming up on today's show. We'll start today's show with some local EV charging news and three of Sydney's local government councils have teamed up to provide curbside electric vehicle charging close to some of the city's most famous landmarks such as Bondi Beach. The Randwick, Waverley and Willara councils have jointly committed to a network of on-street pay-per-use chargers that are designed to be cheaper than charging at home and are powered by 100% renewable energy. By the end of the year, there will be six charge points available, each with a single uh, outlet. The councils have stated that once utilisation hits 30-40%, to 40%, that uh, they will actually add additional charges to meet the demand. Now they have also noted that uh, as the majority of residents within their government area live uh, in medium to high density developments, something like uh, 55%, they will also look at uh, encouraging the installation of charges in workplaces and high-rise buildings. On to some manufacturer news now, and uh, Porsche's CEO, Oliver Bloom, has stated uh, unequivocally that uh, the upcoming Taycan electric sedan will drive like a Porsche 911, and that uh, Porsche will differ from Tesla in its approach to electric vehicle design by focusing primarily on performance and vehicle dynamics. Porsche has previously detailed that it uh, holds around 20,000 expressions of interest for the Taycan, but uh, already Bloom has lowered expectations by stating that in 2019, Porsche expects to produce uh, 10,000 units commencing in September. On to Polestar, Volvo's electric subsidiary company, and uh, the company released some uh, more information about its upcoming Polestar 1 Coupe. Car and Driver brings us new images of Polestar's final pre-production vehicles rolling off the production line in Chengdu, China. I'll link to the images in the show notes. Uh, Polestar will commence delivery of its first customer vehicles uh, in early 2020. Now for a clear validation that the automotive world is heading for an electric future, we have, uh, we have electric vehicle joint ventures from BMW and Jaguar Land Rover, and also between Toyota and Subaru. Firstly, TechCrunch brings news that BMW and JLR will be collaborating on the next generation of electric drive units. The two companies say they plan to take advantage of efficiencies and cost savings gained from shared research and development and production planning, as well as economies of scale within the supply chain. On to Toyota and the Japanese carmaker has announced a partnership with Subaru to develop their own new electric drivetrain and engine platform to be manufactured and sold under their respective brands. Uh, this uh, accompanies news from Toyota yesterday that they are finally going to start producing plug-in EV and hybrid vehicles rather than petrol-powered uh, current offerings that they have. 
Toyota has brought forward their strategic plan by five years, planning to sell 1 million battery and fuel cell vehicles in total by 2025, and 4.5 million hybrid and plug-in hybrid vehicles by the same date. Clean Technica has done an interesting summary of Toyota's recent announcement, which I'll link to. Uh, basically, with Tesla and Volkswagen projected to have produced 5 million and 3 million battery EVs by 2025, respectively, uh, this shows Toyota's target of 1 million vehicles uh, way behind the market leaders and the market demand. Now, Toyota's president of advanced technologies development, uh, Shigeki Terashi, has supported the company's conservative outlook on the future of battery EVs with, uh, with statements like, uh, quote, it is still tough to achieve a profitable business with battery electric vehicles, and quote, battery capacity can drop by half over five to ten years, leading to low resale value. Now, both of these claims seem less relevant now more than ever, with uh, some of uh, some of the other more profitable car makers uh, seeing EVs as a clear pathway to long-term profitability, provided they spend uh, a bit in setup and R&D costs now. Furthermore, this whole EV battery chemistry can't provide reliable long-term power argument uh, has pretty much been debunked by Nissan and Tesla. Uh, they've both demonstrated that batteries can remain useful and usable for 10 to 20 years. So either Toyota is uh, downplaying battery tech because it has uh, bet the house on hybrid and fuel cell technology, or maybe it is going to uh, blow us out of the water with new battery tech uh, uh, with rumours that they are developing solid-state cells. There has been no word from Toyota yet on this, though. What both these stories demonstrate, I think, is the clear transition the industry is now making to battery electric vehicles. Uh, while manufacturers are still not unified in terms of which single technology will ultimately replace fuel-burning vehicles, we can see that uh, in some form electrification is going to be part of the product mix and companies like BMW, Jaguar, uh, Volkswagen, Audi, Hyundai and Mercedes they've already successfully launched their first generation electric cars and locked in suppliers for batteries. Now although Toyota uh, deserves credit definitely for bringing hybrid tech to the masses around a decade ago, they, they risk being caught short, uh, lacking the experience in electric drivetrain technology, and I guess this is why they're partnering with Subaru, uh, and also lacking a secured supply of battery cells for future production. While many are quick to criticise Tesla on their journey to a range of mass-market EVs, we can see that uh, even established players of the automotive landscape are facing unforeseen challenges around new technologies and supply chains, and have a lot of catching up to do with respect to Tesla, who now has over 10 years' experience with uh, permanent magnet and induction motors and battery manufacturing. Still on the topic of uh, Tesla, and the company has begun upgrading some supercharger sites in Australia to the CCS2 Universal Standard in preparation for the arrival of the new Model 3 in August. I visited the Tesla superchargers in St. Leonard's over the weekend and can confirm there are two bays with uh, CCS2 plugs, 1A and 1B. Now, uh, we've also seen images in the last few days of Brisbane receiving a plug type upgrade recently. Uh, and um, look, well, with uh, CCS2 quickly becoming the universal uh, standard, it's, it's going to be easier to charge your Tesla Model 3 at more places in Australia. Uh, and also a number of current uh, Model S and X owners are already looking at changing their vehicles from Tesla's proprietary charger port. And this is something that can be done through Tesla service.
Well, the EV sales figures are in for May and we have some interesting numbers coming out of the US. Uh, for 2019, from January to May, there were 110,886 plug-in electric cars sold in America and 28,386 in May alone. Now, this is a 17% increase on May 2018. Significantly, 42% of the 111,000-odd uh, total EVs sold for the year were Tesla Model 3s, making it far more popular than the second favourite plug-in, the Toyota Prius Prime. Uh, while impressive, the EV market still comprises fewer than 2% of the total US vehicle market. With analysts expecting big numbers from Tesla in June to help meet uh, annual targets, I'll uh, certainly be keeping you up to date uh, on sales figures over the next two weeks. And that is a wrap for EV Brief this week. Uh, as mentioned, Tesla will be holding its annual shareholder meeting in the next 24 hours, so make sure you follow the show on Twitter and Facebook to keep up to date with what is expected to be a pretty crucial event for the company. At the time of going to air, Tesla's share price had recovered to around $213.66 US dollars per share, up from last week's lows of around $178 per share. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. My name is Jonathan, and uh, wherever you're heading and whatever you're driving, I hope you have a great week.